93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. And always streaming at 933kwto.com. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. Joining us now on the show, the president of Christians Engage and the author of Jesus and Politics, Bunny Pounds. Bunny, welcome back to the show. Mr. Speaker, great to be with you, as always. Bunny, uh, as we do every day, question of the day. It's the first question we ask. Everybody gets asked the question of the day. What is something that can throw you off in the morning and change your whole day? Uh, Not having coffee would be really detrimental to my life. It's amazing how many people have said that. That seems to be the common. And I can't tell if that's a, a gift from God or a curse, but coffee, everybody's saying coffee. All right. Tell us a little bit about your book, Jesus and Politics. Yeah, well, it just came out February 6th. Really excited. We hit number one on two categories on Amazon, which was thrilling. Um, but the, the book is about my life in politics and government, walking with members of Congress for the last 20 years. And I really want to inspire Christians uh, that we have to get involved in politics and government. We need to get par- be a part of every part of culture and be the leaders that God's called us to be. But specifically as it relates to to politics, um, you know, in my American government uh, textbook at Dallas Baptist University years ago, it said that politics is who gets what, when, and how. Um, We have politics everywhere from our schools to our families to our churches. But government is especially important because government can ultimately use force. And if we um, are thankful that we don't live in North Korea, Cuba, or Venezuela, we need to be using what the founders gave us, um, the freedoms to elect our representatives and to use that um, to promote godly values in our nation. You know, one of the things I always hear from Christians is, especially Christians that are not in politics and turned off by politics, is the negativity. They don't like the negative campaigning. They talk... They reference what Jesus said to turn the other cheek. How do you have a conversation with those people about why they need to be involved in politics? Because if they're not involved and you're Christ followers and you're the ones that are operating with integrity, wisdom, and discernment, well, how do you expect it to be anything other than a mudslinging profession or a mudslinging world? If the wicked are the only people um, participating, then that's what happens. Proverbs 29.2 says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked man rules, the people groan, right? So there's a direct reaction to those that we elect and put in office uh, in a free society uh, and how it affects our neighbors. It is the greatest thing. Um, loving your neighbor well um, is helping put in people in offices that will help their city, county, state, and nation flourish and prosper and protect liberty for our, our families. Tell us a little, what, what's a key for Christian leaders in our culture um, for, for something they should rely upon to, to help inspire and direct their leadership? Well, number one, the Word of God. If we're not in Scripture daily, um, what are we really doing? You know, if we're not, um, I love the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus talks about being poor in spirit. 
I think there's two things that we've abandoned in the modern American church. It's our need for God, thinking that we can live without Him. <laughs> we can live on our own talents and gifts. Um, that does not work very far. Uh, you've been in office, Elijah. You know how far that goes uh, with your own zeal and your own passion. We need the Lord, but we also need the truth of the Word of God. Um, only, you know... George Barna did a report in 2021 where 50% of American Christians felt like they had a biblical worldview, but when in reality, when asked basic theology and biblical worldview questions, only 6% actually do. So we're living in a society where we're mixing biblical values with other belief systems, and we're creating our own God and our own image, and we have to be different. Bunny, uh, you've got quite a long journey before you got to writing this book you've you've been involved in congressional campaigns for almost two decades um on the state and, and federal level walk us through your journey yeah i started out as a homeschooling mom that um i, I felt i was going to be a missionary to latin america ended up marrying my husband having babies running a pest control company and it was really crying out to the lord going where is my part in this country in this generation um, right now. And I, I got involved uh, in party politics. Actually, I went down to a state convention in Texas, testified in front of a platform committee on a homeschool issue, and really, really got hooked. The idea that I had a voice, I could make a difference, I could shift a party platform. That was like a big revelation for me. So I went back to school at Dallas Baptist University, got my degree in political science at night while homeschooling my kids. And Ended up running uh, Congressman Jeb Henserling's campaign for Congress for 10 years and then launching what became one of the largest consulting firms in Texas for um, solid Christian conservative candidates. Um, and then ran for Congress myself in 2018 out of nowhere. God led me on that journey. So it's been, it's been a fun um, journey to watch. And I will say this, Elijah, really God's after our yes. He's after our yes in things what looks like to be mundane things, sometimes if we say yes to him, he moves us into greater places of influence. And my story, which I hope that inspires people when they read Jesus and politics, is that God can use a little ordinary woman like me to speak into the lives of national leaders around our nation um, for such a time as this. You know, I uh, I, I always wonder the, the process of writing a book. Um, I, I've never written one have zero uh, a, a need or desire to do one. And everybody I've talked to who's written one talks about what it's like, the, the, not just the preparation time, but sort of the experience you have as you write a book. Walk us through how this writing this book impacted, you know, not just, not just the work that you do, but also your walk with Jesus. Well, it was one of the most vulnerable processes I've ever had to sit there and write pages of stories of your life and really how it interacts with other people's life, lives. I mean, it was deeply uh, vulnerable for people, for me to think that it was worthy for people to read, but then I had to get all of the members of Congress in my book to sign off on their stories being used if I had a personal conversation with them. Um, and that was a really vulnerable process. But you know what I discovered is the same stories that meant a lot in my life and career were the ones when I asked my former boss, I said, I have three stories in the book about you. 
and he said, well, please tell me the Southwest Airlines story is in the book. Like one of the one story that I identified is probably the one moment where I felt like I was speaking into his life the most was the one that he identified 10 years later as well. And I think it just gave me a lot of um, peace that that God has used my life and really to inspire people that sometimes we think of the work of God in our life, using us as leaders in some grandiose way. You know, I get to speak to people and stages and churches now and I'm like, Oh man, what an amazing experience. But man, the daily walking with Jesus and the daily hearing his voice and speaking and discipling people and speaking into their life, uh, wherever he gives us those opportunities is really the adventure of walking with God. We all have that ability to do every day. You know, one of the forewords in your book uh, or reviews in your book was written by Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker. Uh, how, how do you and Scott know each other? Talk about your interactions. Yeah, we, we met at a March for Life banquet several years ago, and we just hit it off. I met him and his wife, and we sat there and talked over dinner, um, and he said, how can I help Christians engage? And uh, last year, finally, I was able to get his, on his calendar, and he flew into Dallas for a fundraiser for us. He didn't want any anything. He didn't want me to give him any money. I ended up blessing Young America's Foundation, the, the, minis- the organization he runs. But he's just been so gracious, and his heart is to mo- help mobilize Christian voters, too. He knows that if we aren't praying, voting, and engaging regularly as believers, that, you know, the church is truly the answer for every ill in our society, and we're going to be in trouble as a nation if the body of Christ doesn't wake up. When you write a book like this, uh, what is it, what's the biggest thing you want people to take away from it? Like, when you, when you sit and pray over the book, if you could get everybody to say, this is the, this is the ideal, this is the, the, the central theme, what is it? Well, I have two audiences. Number one, I want to see Christians have a testimony of somebody that's walked in politics and government and still loves Jesus in the aftermath of it. (laughs) That's a miracle. I want them to see themselves doing that as well, being the leaders God's called them to be. Secondly, I want to Hold on, let's let's talk about that one point for a minute, because I feel like most Christians that leave politics have either turned their back on politics or turned their back on Christ. It's rare to walk away still believing in, in the political system and still, love, still loving Jesus. Well, and that's the other audience, is the people that are in politics and government but are frankly not walking with the Lord. They're not considering that their life with the Lord is the most paramount thing. Politics has become an idol. Politics has become their religion. Um, and so we lose, if we're not conscious of our souls, if we're not dealing with the enemies of our soul related to politics like fear, pride, anger. Um, I was just reading a story uh, by Craig DeRoche, who leads the Family Policy Alliance, about his struggle as Speaker uh, of the House in Michigan, the youngest speaker ever elected in Michigan, and how he became an alcoholic. Um, If we're not really watching over what's happening in our souls um, and going back to God every day, we're in trouble. And and we've seen that. You and I, I'm sure, have seen that in politics and government over and over and over again. So Christians need to get involved, but we also need to walk with Jesus in the process. And we want to be true Christ followers wherever we go. All right. I know I, I cut you off. What's the second takeaway from the book you want people to understand? 
Well, again, I want people in politics to walk with Jesus, but also I want the next generation to really be inspired that they don't have to be in full-time ministry in a pulpit to be a five-fold ministry gift. They can be a, uh, pastors, evangelists, prophets, pastors, teachers in the workplace, in business and media and government and uh, education. And if, frankly, if we aren't going into these places of influence as believers, we're in trouble. Um, we, we need to be out there making disciples uh, in places that a lot of believers are afraid to go. Very good. Bunny, if, uh, if people want to pick this book up, how do they find it? How do they get a copy of it? Yeah, just go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com has it for really cheap right now. Um, but you're going to be inspired. You're going to hear how I was the only person in the country endorsed by Vice President Mike Pence in the 2018 primary. My divine encounter with Congressman Beto O'Rourke, um, who is not of the same party as I am, and other crazy stories of my walk with the Lord. I think it will really inspire you um, to, to get involved and also to just walk with Jesus in your daily life. Bunny, final question for anybody who's listened to this, who's just a little bit inspired to think about picking up the book. How do you, what's the easiest way for them to get involved in, in the government or, or civic involvement? I'm encouraging everybody to just adopt a candidate right now. I mean, we're in the middle of a primary. Don't just look at national politics. Look at your county uh, elected officials. Look at your state legislators. Um, see, is there someone that has been doing a good job that you can support them, that you can give them $25, go to their little fundraiser, go walk in a parade for them, put out their yard sign, or frankly, if your elected officials are not doing what you want them to do, maybe there's somebody you should support to run against them and hold them accountable. So I did, I just did an article on the stream a few weeks ago at the stream.org on adopting a candidate, um, five, 10 steps to do that. And it's just a real easy thing to get involved in one person's life. You can really make a difference. Bunny, if anybody wants to follow, uh, follow you on social media or know about Christians Engage, where do they find out that information online? Yeah, go to christiansengage.org, Christians with an S, engaged with a D.org. Take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage, and you'll start getting our weekly prayers You'll get um, voting reminders around every election in the country. We don't tell you who to vote for, but we remind you through four texts and four emails uh, to make sure you never forget an election again. And you can get our on-demand video curriculum to teach you about county, city, state, federal government, and also biblical worldview topics like justice and economics. Very good. Bunny Pounds, the book is called Jesus and Politics. Bunny, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Elijah, so much for having me on. Really appreciate you guys. That was Bunny Pounds again, the founder and president of Christians Engaged. The book is called Jesus and Politics Continues. Our theme today in regards to Christianity and what's happening lately in the kingdom. All right, lots more to come. We'll be right back.